0: Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Acts chapter 26. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, we pray that as we read this chapter, we would wake up and see the things where we're not serving you, where we're kicking against you and trying to go our own way, and that we would see that we should be following you. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Acts 26. So Agrippa said to Paul, It is permitted for you to speak for yourself. Then Paul extended his hand and began to defend himself. Concerning all the things of which I am accused by the Jews, King Agrippa, I consider myself fortunate that before you I am about to defend myself today, because you are especially acquainted with all the customs and controversial questions with respect to the Jews. Therefore I beg you to listen to me with patience." Now all the Jews know my manner of life from my youth that had taken place from the beginning among my own people and in Jerusalem, having known me for a long time, if they are willing to testify, that in accordance with the strictest party of our religion I lived as a Pharisee. And now I stand here on trial on the basis of hope in the promise made by God to our fathers, to which our twelve tribes hope to attain as they earnestly serve him night and day, Concerning this hope, I am being accused by the Jews, O King. Why, is it thought incredible by you people that God raises the dead? Indeed, I myself thought it was necessary to do many things opposed to the name of Jesus the Nazarene, which I also did in Jerusalem, and not only did I lock up many of the saints in prison, having received authority from the chief priests, but also, when they were being executed, I cast my vote against them, And throughout all the synagogues, I punished them often and tried to force them to blaspheme. And because I was enraged at them beyond measure, I was pursuing them even as far as to foreign cities. In this activity, I was traveling to Damascus with the authority and full power of the chief priests. In the middle of the day, along the road, O King, I saw a light from heaven, more than the brightness of the sun, shining around me and those who were traveling with me. And when we had all fallen to the ground, I heard a voice saying to me, in the Aramaic language, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? It is hard for you to kick against the goads. I said, Who are you, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. But get up and stand on your feet, because for this reason I have appeared to you, to appoint you a servant and witness both to the things in which you saw me and to the things in which I will appear to you, rescuing you from the people and from the Gentiles to whom I am sending you, to open their eyes so that they may turn from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God, so that they may receive forgiveness of sins and a share among those who are sanctified by faith in me. Therefore, O King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision, but to those in Damascus first and in Jerusalem and all the region of Judea, and to the Gentiles, I proclaim that they should repent and turn to God, doing deeds worthy of repentance. On account of these things, the Jews seized me in the temple courts and were attempting to kill me. Therefore, I have experienced help from God until this day, and I stand here testifying to both small and great, saying nothing except what both the prophets and Moses have said were going to happen, that the Christ was to suffer and that as the first of the resurrection from the dead, he was going to proclaim light, both to the people and to the Gentiles. And as he was saying these things in his defense, Festus said with a loud voice, You are out of your mind, Paul. Your great learning is driving you insane. But Paul said, I am not out of my mind, most excellent Festus, but I am speaking words of truth and rationality. For the king knows about these things to whom... Also I am speaking freely, for I am not convinced that these things in any way have escaped his notice, because this was not done in a corner. Do you believe the prophets, King Agrippa? I know that you believe. But Agrippa said to Paul, In a short time are you persuading me to become a Christian? And Paul replied, I pray to God whether in a short time or in a long time, not only you, but also all those who are listening to me today, may become such people as I also am, except for these bonds. Both the king and the governor got up, and Bernice and those who were sitting with them, and as they were going out, they were talking to one another, saying, This man is not doing anything deserving death or imprisonment. And Agrippa said to Festus, This man could have been released if he had not appealed to Caesar. Well, that's our reading. Let's dig in. In chapter 25, Festus, the new governor, sets up a special hearing so that King Agrippa can hear Paul and help Felix write his letter to Caesar. So now in this chapter, Paul gives his defense. Paul starts out briefly saying something good about his main hearer, in this case, King Agrippa. Paul again is truthful in what he says, but he specifically says that Agrippa is especially acquainted with both all the customs and controversial questions with respect to the Jews, Paul goes back in his speech to his life as a Pharisee when he was persecuting Christians. He tells Agrippa that Paul is now following what the Jews have always hoped for. Then we get to hear about Paul's vision on the road to Damascus for the third time in the book of Acts. This time, Paul doesn't mention Ananias or how his vision was restored or his baptism. Paul does give us some more words that Jesus said. He focuses on how Jesus told him he would be preaching to Gentiles. Paul may be summarizing and including some other words that Jesus gave him during the vision in Jerusalem that Paul had mentioned earlier. Paul says he was not disobedient to the vision and had been preaching ever since, and that is why the Jews seized him and tried to kill him. But Paul says that he is only saying what Moses and the prophets had always been saying, pointing to Jesus, that Jesus would suffer, but would also be raised from the dead. At this point, Festus interrupts and says, you are out of your mind, Paul. Your great learning is driving you insane. Paul appeals to Agrippa and asks if he believes in the prophets, adding, I know that you believe. That put Agrippa on the spot. He wants to look good in front of Festus and the Gentiles' present, So he sidesteps the question by saying, In a short time, are you persuading me to become a Christian? The word Christian was probably meant to be a bit of an insult, but Paul responds basically, Yes, and he doesn't care if it's a short time or a long time. So that ends the hearing, and everyone agreed that Paul is not guilty and could have been released. But since he has appealed to Caesar, they cannot release him now. Really, Festus was happy to send Paul off without releasing him, so he doesn't have to make the Jews upset at him so early in his governorship. And now for a deeper dive. Paul, in this speech, tells what Jesus told him. It is hard for you to kick against the goads. The picture is of an ox that is supposed to be pulling the load, but instead is trying to kick. But it is kicking an ox goad. An ox goad is a sharp, pointy stick. They would use it to prick the ox to make it go the direction they wanted. So it would be a foolish ox to kick against that goad. It would only hurt. Jesus is saying that Paul, persecuting his followers, was kicking against the goads. And once Paul learned that, he stopped kicking and started going God's direction. Before Paul met Jesus on the road, he would not have said that he was kicking against God, but apparently there were things that were pricking him that he wasn't paying the proper attention to. Similarly, I think he's trying to make the point to King Agrippa, that Agrippa knows enough that he should be doing better, and it is pricking him, but Paul doesn't say that explicitly. But he does talk about repentance. He talks about Jesus and the resurrection. So he is pointing Agrippa that Agrippa needs to pay attention to these things. But what about us? Are there things in our lives that are goads that we are kicking against? Things where God is trying to direct us, but we are fighting it. Do we really think that we can win at that?